I got a pocket. I got a pocket full of streamers. I got a streamer. That's all I know. Oh, if you want another reason why I'm singing that song, you should be watching our Twitch at twitch.com slash Media. Hit it. Welcome into the Fantasy Day Dreamers. I'm producer Ian. You just heard Ryan. Oh, no oh, intro hello. for Ryan. What is up? And then oh. and then also Keone. Like the hey. no intro for Ryan. Hey, 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 hey. Um hey, hey, hey. We say it wrong every time. It is twitch.tv slash Media. It's not dot com. I think, but it, I think both work. It should both work. do work. Both do both work. Both do work. I don't yeah, care what you say. You know, I've I know. checked them both. Hey. That is that is true. I'm filling in for JJ. He is hunting Bigfoot right now. So, well, that's fun. A little busy. Um, <laughs> no. just, a, <laughs> just a reminder: we have four teams on by this week. We have the Kansas City Chiefs, the LA Rams. I should have written this down. The, the Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles, and the Miami Dolphins. So those are three. I think two, three, and four. Ranked quarterbacks mm. are out this week, so we're definitely talking about quarterback streamers. You and, know, the funny thing is, yeah. they'll all perform better than the Panthers and Bears tonight. <laughs> the The Panthers and Bears do play tonight, so getting the get those players that you're planning on starting out of your flex. Although in reality, who are you starting on the Panthers and Bears? Adam Thielen, Dante DJ Foreman? Moore. I'm Thielen. DJ Moore, yeah, okay. Dante Foreman. Uh, man, I. I Kill Herbert could be back. I I might start both. They are don't think he, uh, there's something in the in the in the news. It might. Oh, oh wait. Oh, speaking of it, let's get to the news. Keone's going to have the first bit of news for you. Oh, fun. Um, Bears quarterback Justin Fields was a limited participant in practice, but he will not play, according to Matt Eberflus. They kind of got it out of him where it's like, oh, he's doubtful. And it's like, but is he like, if he's not playing, like just say he's not playing. And it's like, ah, oh, we'll give him another day. And it's like, is he going to play? And he's like, no, he's not going to play. And it's like, okay, all right, guy, come on. Just, just have just to say ask he's three out. times. Yeah, just say he's out. But okay. uh, Justin Fields will not play. So it'll be Bajan number nine again. Um, Khalil Herbert practiced in full, but he is still questionable. So Thursday night game, do you start him? I don't. I wait another week. Um, I think if you're the Bears, you have a chance to beat the Panthers. I kind of hope he's still out so I can leave him on my crazy fact. In Dynasty, I'm playing both these quarterbacks. Yeah, wild. What a a week! It's hard. It's hard. Mm. Just taking the L this week on Dynasty. I take Mm. a lot of L's in Dynasty. That's fair. (laughs) Uh, Emery DiMercato did not practice Wednesday. He had a toe injury. Did y'all see? Th- oh, damn it. This is a rant for later. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> did y'all? Okay. Just tease us. <laughs> uh, somebody that did, ex- uh, Kyler Murray, is expected to start on Sunday. So that's big. Um, yes. Very big. Yeah. Are you playing? Are you streaming him this week? Um. Like I said, three three of the top five quarterbacks of the fantasy uh, season are out this week. Who are they facing? Hey, James, is James Conner playing this week to you? 
I think I think he's still listed on IR. I think he might be practicing or, or not, but I don't. We don't have an we don't have an update on him. It looks like I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. So um, no. Arizona faces the Falcons. So yeah, could be could be a a good uh, either of those quarterbacks. Maybe just for funsies. You know why not? All right. No, I mean you disagree on Taylor Heineke. Well, that's fair. It's because he's facing case. Arizona. It's because he's facing Arizona. I trusted him last week and he hurt my heart. So well, that's that's fair. That's yeah. T. Higgins was limited in practice on Wednesday due to a hamstring injury. I will say this: Arthur Smith did shave his mustache, so the times are a changing. Um, Does he look more or less like a bitch now? <laughs> Dre Jamar Chase, his back was listed as a non-participant in practice on Wednesday. Um, yeah, like if you saw the 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 fall he had, I would. I just loved. Uh, it was like Chris Collinsworth commentary. Because he's like, yeah, he's going to have to crawl out of bed the, tomorrow morning. Like, do not call him before whatever time. It's like, okay, yeah. What did we used to call? We used to call Wednesday the, the Veterans Day off as well. You know, everybody gets yeah. Tuesday off, but Wednesday is the Veterans Day off. Um, he's, this this later, once we start getting, you know, in double-digit weeks, it feels like anybody who's a little rest or any anybody who's like a little rusty just needs an extra day off. I don't know yeah, if and plus Jamar Chase more time affected. More time to heal. I think he should be. He should probably be in yeah, the game. It's just the two days yeah. of rest. Um, yeah. Drake London was a limited participant Wednesday in his return to practice and is questionable for this weekend. It's his groin he's been dealing with. Mm. Um, this one feels like a true questionable. Like we mm. do up down to the minute. You don't know if he's. I playing wouldn't or not. start him though if he plays. No, no. Like I'm sorry, I have to wait. I'm have to wait a week. Johnny Smith though. The on, the only reason I think you people are going to start him is because um, Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, mm. uh, AJ Brown and Devonta Smith are all out. Oh, Cooper cup and Puka Nakua yeah. are all starts that you might have to be like, I might have to fucking throw Drake London in yeah. well, a week too early. Uh, mm. David Njoku didn't practice Wednesday due to a knee injury. It's likely just maintenance related. Like we said, you know, mm-hmm. it's getting in that time where you start taking some extra days off. You start getting some extra yep. rest. Dealing with it last week, so same this week. Yeah. Aaron Jones was a limited participant at Wednesday's practice. It's his hamstring. I feel like he's just going to be a limited participant the rest of the season. Yeah, he played well last week. He finally played well. Who was it a couple years ago? A.J. Brown, just like every Wednesday, just was limited or non-participant. Yeah. Um, Nico Collins was limited in practice on Wednesday due to his calf injury. Mm. Sucks. I mean, he yeah. started off real hot, but he's kind of cooled down heavily. Yeah, I mean, he had a great last week. Yeah, he had a good game, but it's against Cincinnati, so we'll see. We'll let you know. We'll keep you updated. Josh Downs was listed as a non-participant in Wednesday's practice. Uh, it's his mm. knee. Um, Keone knows about this the most since he started. I will last not week. play him this week. There you go. You figured it out. Hey. Uh, Vikings running back Cam Akers placed on IR with a ruptured Achilles. It looks like it's the same Achilles that he ruptured a couple years ago Ooh. or last year. I think it's the other one. Ooh. We can't confirm which one it is, but it, yeah, one of his Achilles is is ruptured. Um, so Ooh-y-y-y-y. that sucks. Is Mattinson Alexander Madison a better play now? Um, could be. Yeah, like he got a touchdown. I think do a little I, more zone read stuff. Maybe Josh Jobs opens the way for Alexander Madison. I, I think be more fantasy relevant. I think Madison gets more, hopefully, goal line work. 
It hasn't worked all oh, season, man. but does anyone want to trade for Alexander Madison? Okay, <laughs> all right, Keone. Keone's so hurt right now. Um, KJ Osborne, KJ Osborne, and Jaron Hall, uh, both concussion, were non-participants in Wednesday's practice. It's what we've been saying for the past two years. If they get a concussion in a game, they're probably out the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if Jaron Hall did Jaron Hall clear on Sunday. KJ Osborne uh, definitely did not. No, no, yeah. Hall didn't clear. So then he, they're almost guaranteed out. Josh Dobbs is is playing anyway. TJ mm-hmm. Hawkinson, his ribs limited him in practice on Wednesday. We'll keep an eye on that one, but he's a major target for 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 Dobbs. Well, I do like, think Hawkinson plays, but man, if KJ Osborne doesn't play, Hawkinson is banged up. Addison might be a major, major, major fancy upgrade. They might, they might hide him in the slot a lot too. Yeah, fair. Um, where was I? At? Oh, Justin Jefferson designated to return from IR, and he's begun practicing once more. Don't think he'll play, but no. he's back on the field with the team. Yeah, big news, big important news. Yep, it's what you've been waiting for. If, if you if you drafted him, because I hope you didn't get rid of him. I bet like Josh you. Dobbs knows his name right away, though. <laughs> yes, that, that I mean he one, yeah. sees him coming from a mile away with his bling and chains. And, number his agent sent him. Just get to know this guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All else fails. Just ask for his route. That's the only one you got to remember. Um, Lions running back David Montgomery is trending in the right direction to play this week. Thank goodness. Oh my goodness. Yep. Coaches speak though. I know it's coach speak, but it looks like he will play this week and that's very exciting. Coaches speak makes it seem like he'll play this week and then he plays on like 10% of snaps. No, we can't have that. Just saying. I I mean, keep an eye out for it. Uh, do you start him if he plays, if, if he's guaranteed played playing, He's Wait till later. Yeah, because Jameer Gibbs <laughs> has been pretty hot. Uh, Demario Douglas was listed in limited practice participant on Wednesday. It's his ankle that's bugging him. Yeah, and it, I mean, without with Kendrick, the only yeah, it's Kendrick Bourne is gone, so he's, he's like the main wide receiver there, and you know, so and it's an early morning game, so keep an eye on it. Um, the night before or morning of Douglas is a guy I'm watching hardcore. I picked yeah. him up on my on my bench. You know, you're saving a slot for him. You're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Lockett, hamstring, was limited in practice on Wednesday. Been like that for weeks. Yeah. Mm. Kenneth Walker didn't practice on Wednesday due to a chest injury. Mm. That sucks. Look yeah. for Zach Charbonnet, but, you know, I understand Ken Walker is the, is the main guy in this backfield. Yeah. Uh, and Debo Samuel should be a full go for the game this week. Finally. He's back. Are they going to finally win one after a while? Um, been a minute. Wins or losses here, we predict. Great fantasy play. And I think Bebo being back, going to get off. You know what? I think that'll uh, that'll do it for the news, and that'll actually lead us right into some of our start-sit questions. Gentlemen, start your So, start-sit questions. These are some players... Uh, you have to choose which one you'd start, which one you'd have to sit. So the first one, like I said, kind of leads into this. If Debo Samuel's playing, are you starting George Kittle versus Jacksonville or Taysom Hill versus Minnesota? Hmm. Um, you can start both of these guys. Uh, I think Taysom Hill has been a top tight end for the past few weeks, um, and he will be a top, like a tight end one 
this week. Um, nice matchup versus the Vikings, but I like the amount of work that Kittle had been getting um, as of late. Now I know it's an extra mouth to feed with Debo there, but he's not the same guy when there's Ayuk, CMC, and Debo on the field. He's a fourth option, but um, you're right, George Kittle over Ismail. Yeah, I think that. I, <laughs> George Kittle is just better. I just yeah, I know. He, yeah, he gets. Play Taysom Hill because George Kittle is just better than him. George Kittle is better, but George Kittle is also not going to get like six carries in the red zone. That's fair. Um, again, I think both of these guys are going to be tight end ones. So this this week. So um, the, the 49ers are coming off their bye. And, you know, he was a safety net for Purdy. So even though Debo Samuel is, again, there they can thread the, they can spread the ball around we've seen it i think it's going to be a game where you know they kind of return to that form of like just getting a ton of points um and uh yeah i so again this is a close one um both tight end ones both starts both you know um but uh george kittle edges it it's good to know george so, kittle is edging this week yes good to know we edge oh, him forward okay um so you agree, George Kittle? Right. Yeah, I have George Kittle at seven, Taysom Hill at eleven. Okay. Um the the only the only reason I, I lean Taysom Hill is he it for the past couple of weeks, if they get down inside the five yard line, suddenly Taysom Hill's quarterback because they have no problem having him like do an option play. Meanwhile, Derek Carr, they're like, Don't fuck this up, get off the field. Mm. Um I do yeah, agree with place. that, but if he doesn't get any targets, it limits his ceiling. That is true. All right. Um, next one. Very unique one. We've I don't think we've done a defense yet this year, but oh. Steelers defense versus Green Bay or Ravens defense versus Cleveland. See, we're changing it up on you. We're showing you new moves. We're keeping it spicy. Um, Give me Steelers. They oh. create too much havoc. Uh, Jordan Love is a little turnover prone, and I think that this is going to be a defensive matchup. Interesting. Um, both are great defenses. Um, and pretty much the Steelers defense is the only thing keeping them in games with the turnovers they get. And TJ Watt is just stupendous. Um, but for me, I think collective, like the, the Ravens defense have also been just shutting down teams and they've forced They've forced a turnover in every game and have multiple sacks in every game except one. I think the Steelers have been a little bit more consistent um, in terms of like fantasy numbers, but I think Baltimore has a higher chance of getting you more points for their defense at the end of the day. And so I'm going to go with the Ravens defense. I'm tiebreaker. Apparently. I think I got to go Steelers defense. Um, Jordan Jordan Love looks like ass recently. Jordan Jordan Love has been relying on terrible quarterback play from the bottom echelon of quarterbacks to where people aren't noticing how bad he's been as of late. You know, it's crazy that ESPN uh, actually has an article about Jordan Love comparing him to Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Favre. Um, <laughs> he's not as good? Is that, is that uh, the only line of the No, they, the probably, they probably take like no, four stats. Like eight starts. Love is like three and five. Roger Farver, four and four. Uh, completion percentage is like they're better, but like 
sixty percent to sixty three, sixty four. That's not that much difference. Okay. Yeah. He's touchdown interception rate pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Different times though. Different times. Yeah, I, I, mean, I know. Look at look at the greatest quarterback alive up until the two thousands, Joe Montana. And you look at his stats and it's like this man threw for like two hundred yards a game. Hey. Terry Bradshaw has more interceptions in his career than touchdowns, and it's just like that man's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's just different. Um, yeah, it is. You had a little and, bit more I mean, leeway so- as an old quarterback in your first season. I feel like now you kind of have to come in and and perform to in order to keep that spot. Especially when you're three seasons in, like this is the rookie you, year, and you learned behind uh, Rodgers. They expect you to come in and at least be a game manager. And right now he's maybe bottom Not tier game manager. Yeah. To me, the Steelers defense also has a chance to w- literally win the game with like a fumble, fumble six or a pick yeah. six or something like that. So that's fair. Yeah. All right. Next one we have Josh Dobbs versus new Orleans or Sam Howell versus Seattle. Let's do this two ways. Do this two ways. Let's do this mm-hmm. this week and let's do it rest of the season. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, this week, Sam Howell. I think yeah. the matchup is a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Dobbs is still learning, and we heard about all those injuries that Minnesota has. Mm-hmm. Rest of the season, Dobbs. If I... JJ comes back, you're talking about one elite offense with a rushing quarterback. Three straight mm-hmm. games with a rushing touchdown. I will have to agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, as you said, Sam Howell has a better matchup. Um, they face Seattle, who just got bamboozled and dominated by the Ravens. They outscored them 38 to three. Um, I don't think Washington will hold them to three points necessarily, but I think Sam Howell has shown he's a competent quarterback and has the ability to score a decent amount. Um, He has a few like four touchdown games. um, So he can score Josh Dobbs, you know, showed like, Oh wow, this guy is perfect place. Perfect time. Like, the right person at the, at the, you know, right job. Um, I don't know how many other quarterbacks could have done what he did in this past week, unless you were like Baker Mayfield last year um, for that one game. Uh, but I think Dobbs is in a better situation and a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Um, and they face a little bit of a tough defense in new Orleans who definitely does force turnovers. And we all know how the Vikings love to turn over the ball. Um, so that, that will be need to, need to be fixed. Um, so I think Sam Howell edges it out this week. But in yeah, for sure, I just if he if if Josh Dobbs can do what he did in his first week with not knowing any names, with literally getting re- his first reps like on the sideline, then I did, am very looking forward to his what he does the rest of the season. Did you see the offensive line gather around Josh Dobbs to learn his cadence? Like yes, for they were straight like up snapping. like three or four quick snaps. Yes, they were snapping him the wow, ball, and he and then he was talking to um, the the head coach, and like he was literally like showing like this is the route this is going to take, and he's and so on and so forth, and it's just like oh okay, um, and then he managed to do what he did. So yeah, this week week ten, Sam Howe, the rest of the season, Josh Dobbs. What rank do you think Sam Howell is for quarterbacks this season overall? Seven. County. Um. I know he scored a good, like he's has a good no. amount of touchdowns. He has a good no. amount of touchdowns. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Six. County. Cause I guess? know, cause I know he's not going to be top five. And so Keone not going to go under me. 
So he, now he has to go over. I'm going to say six. I'm going to go ten. He is six exactly. Wow. Ah, and ah, is six, the sixth ranked quarterback ah, on the season this year. That that's is, incredible. that's in, that's in a stand, well, PPR league, but standard quarterback, uh, passing mm, four point touchdown in, in our sleeper league, Ryan, he's, I think, uh, with six point touchdowns, he's, I think five. So mm. man, I don't think they've had, have they had their buy. No, that's, that's a, that's a little bit of an inflation, but you know, the yeah. three of the quarterbacks above them haven't had their buy either yeah, because yeah. they're all on by this week. So, oh. um, yeah, I got I, I kind of agree with both of you exactly the same for that one. I, I'm not going to add anything new. Um, so that'll do it for our start sits. Why don't we get into our Saturday showdowns? So just like every week, our Saturday showdowns are, we take a player that, Ryan and Keone disagree on in their rankings for the week, and they're going to fight about it. So our first one is Brees Hall. Ryan has Brees Hall ranked four this week, and Keone has Brees Hall at 11. So round one, fight. He is a monster. Listen, Raiders give up like the fourth most fantasy points or fifth most fantasy points to running backs. Uh, he is a big play waiting to happen. Last five games, three or more receptions in all of them. Him being involved in the past game, they took the snap limit off of them. He's been over 50% in the last four games. And in those four games, RB3, RB4, RB7, RB23. Uh, and last week, I mean... How many times did he have a gain 20 yards or more, 15 yards or more off a penalty? Like, it was literally taken away from this man. He should have had at least, I mean, 100 total yards. Because I, I remember Garrett Wilson blocking the back that took that man 25 away. Hurt my heart. Brees Hall has looked explosive. He is fully back. And this Raiders defense, no offense, I am glad that, you know, they're all happy and, you know, they're excited. But they played the Giants last week and Daniel Jones got hurt. But this team still sucks. Like, it's not a good team. It's not a good run defense. It's not good against running backs. Don't fool yourself. Brees Hall is a top five running back guaranteed on my Charles Barkley. I know that the Raiders are one of the worst defenses in the league versus running backs. And that, yes, they got their post coach fire game win out of the way. Um, However, have you seen this Jess offense? It is horrible. And they stall so much. I know he is like incredibly talented and he's basically the only pretty much the only person on this offense and driving their offense basically by himself. Um, and he's going to get a lot of touches. Yes. However, I do think the Raiders, well, I think they're going to get punched in the mouth by Brees Hall. Um, I think they're going to step up past just the one game. And I think they seem like a completely revitalized team. I know, you know, they, a lot of teams do the one after they're, you know, that's almost guaranteed, but they seem like, it just, they seem so different. And I believe Anthony Pierce, like 
I don't know. It just, it seems different. Not that they're going to be 180 from what they were, but I think they'll be more of a, of course they seem different. They were playing against Tommy DeVito, whatever his freaking name is. Okay. Um, (laughs) I mean, I would look different too. If I was playing against a guy who freaking sucks, I don't know what to tell you, but so does Zach Wilson. Okay, like, but, they, they cannot move the, the thing, ball though. outside but, of. I think they're going to bend, not break. But, but Zach Wilson gives Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson opportunities. Sure. Tommy DeVito literally <laughs> threw the ball backwards multiple plays in a row with a chance to win the game a couple of weeks ago. This man is scared. Zach Wilson is also scared. But not as scared, which is fair. I just think I think Brees Hall will get plenty of yards and some catches. But I think Vegas's sole goal and like their life depended on it will be to stop the run because they do not have to really worry that much as much about Zach Wilson until, you know, there's less than like five minutes left in the game because then somehow he he turns it on. It does something. Um, I still see Brees Hall finishing as a top. You know, he's going to be an RB one but I don't think he'll finish in the top five. I think there's too many opportunities for just random running backs, you know, get two touchdowns or get, you know, a hundred yard, whatever, a big break off. So they, you know, find the end zone or whatever to sneak into that top five spot that can easily just push him out. Um, But on talent alone, he will stay as an RB one. I just don't think as a top five RB this week. I agree with County. I think four is a little high. Uh, This Jets offense has scored 20 points or more. Like in the past three games, they haven't scored more than 20 points. Who's been doing the scoring? Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, that's actually my bad. They didn't score versus the Chargers. They scored 13 points in a win versus New York. They scored 20 points versus Philadelphia. They scored 31 versus Denver, which is a joke. Um, and even Brees Hall only has two touchdowns on the season. That's not true. He has three touchdowns. He has literally oh, a touchdown in three in three of the last four games. He's the one sorry. doing the you're scoring. Right. You're right. I forgot. I forgot about the the receiving TD. That is that is my mistake. Um, yeah. And when he does score those touchdowns, what happens inside the top seven? They did win the, those three. I don't think he gets a touchdown. That's funny because Keone's usually the one that goes for the touchdowns. Uh, I think he scores a lot or gets a lot of yards and whatever, but I think they're a lot of yards and some receptions and a good chance that a touchdown is not going to be top five column versus this defense is ridiculous. I think they will die really, really good. You're just not going to be great. Yeah. That guy's great. Yeah. But is is, is 16 points is, is 14 to 16 points, 15 points. Is that going to be number four this week? You think he's having 15 points? If he gets... Uh, all right, it's time. If he it's gets, time if he for gets the like bet. 50 yards. It's I'm, time for the bet. Okay, it's time I, for the bet. I'm not making a bet because I'm... I'm <laughs> let's be real. There's, there's such a weird range here. It's 4 to 11. I agree more with the 11 than I agree with the 4. Listen, okay. It's more likely that he's not going to score what? than he is. I say 15.5 fancy points over. You say over 15.5? Yeah. You said fifteen, right? I said fourteen to sixteen. That's that is literally what his day will be if he doesn't get a touchdown, and that's the same as what Saquon Barkley's been doing the past couple weeks because he can't score either. Where he gets he gets some good yards, you know, 
70 rush yards, maybe like three or four receptions for like 40 more yards. That's what? 77 points, three reception is... 10 points, full PPR, yards, 14 points, full PPR. Yeah. I, I'll, I will go up to 16 over under. I'm saying over 16. Do you want to make the bet, Ian? No, I'm only the judge on this. You guys, <laughs> you, you can make the bet with Keone. I literally look at the stats as you guys are arguing and be like, okay, who's, who's bringing up more bullshit stats or not. And this week it's really close. It's just really that cl- you guys have a difference of seven. That's not a huge. That's not a big thing. You guys both say he's a running back one, which is true. It's just not. It. This is why I told you know, just like, inside baseball. This is why I told This is I'm just like okay, I, I could. I could see him being like seven, eight, or nine, and I'm just kind of like you know what I. I'm leaning more towards seven, eight, or nine than. I tried to put a Six, fancy bet on it. They yeah. didn't want to. You, you could hear the fear you in their could, voices. I do not want to because you're. This is a very reasonable ranking for both of them. Like, both of you have a reasonable ranking this week. It is not Keone saying, like, he will be a top five, and then that dude scores three fucking touchdowns like he's being called. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's not unreasonable. I just have to I agree a little bit more with Keone on this one. So, let's move on to round two. We have Keone versus Ryan once again. Oh. DK Metcalf. Keone has him at 20. Ryan has him at 12. Final round. Fight. All right. I want to believe DK Metcalf can finish as a wide receiver one this week because, you know, we all know that he's capable. The matchup certainly seems like it can facilitate that with Washington being in the bottom five of defenses versus the receiver position. However, Metcalf hasn't been all that great this season. He's been a solid wide receiver too at times, but he has not had a higher finish than wide receiver 18. He has four games with six or fewer targets and has no more than six catches in a game, which is very much wide receiver two territory. He also only has two touchdowns on the season in 2023. He's also only gone above 70 yards twice. So the production just isn't there for him to finish as a wide receiver one, even if it is wide receiver 12. He is getting work around mid to low end wide receiver two. And because of the matchup is nice, that's why I put him around 20. Otherwise, he's not doing enough this season to lead me to think that he will finish as a top 12 wide receiver. It's just regard, regardless of matchup or what have you, it's just not happening. He is finishing as a wide receiver two. And so I just don't think he can be a wide receiver one. It's just, it hasn't happened yet this season. So why would I believe otherwise? All right. Give me a second. I'm trying to figure out the last time my Washington commanders haven't allowed a wide receiver to shit off on them. And it was week one. It's been a long time guys. Uh, Listen, uh, DK Metcalf has been struggling, but the best cure is this Washington commanders defense. That gives up the third most points to wide receivers. Tyler Lockett, hurt, banged up. DK Metcalf has been banged up. But I just think this offense or this defense struggles with deep balls. JSN is line scrimmage type of guy. Tyler Lockett has been, you know, mid-range. The deep ball guy is 
DK Metcalf last week. What was his long reception? Only one of the game, 50 yards. You get a 50 yard reception against one of these commander uh, D backs. It's going to be a great day for DK. It rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ian, you come back on. Unless he's not there. Oh, that would be hilarious. Then I'll keep going. But, I mean, the thing about DK is, is that the targets are there. Like last week wasn't a great week, but before that, 14 and nine. I just think he has a big week coming. He hasn't really gone off this whole season. No, he hasn't. I was, just, so. I was very surprised by his best finish being wide receiver 18. And so I'm like, huh, that's, I just feel like there's a reason for that for whatever reason. I don't know if it's. I, I do think the schedule does ease up for him though. Washington, um, San Francisco twice, Philadelphia, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Arizona, all guys who allow him to go off with like, allow deep balls, allow wide receivers to kind of go off. This could be a great run and a guy who I think could be a trade candidate for sure. Okay. Sorry, I had to step away. Oh. Um, oh, no. I don't know who had the better argument. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give it to Keone. I think, I think he has a better one. I do like 20th more because, I mean, looking at, looking at his stats, he hasn't been doing much. But look at the Washington Commander stats. That is true. They're actually like I think the worst ranked one. They're one of yeah. They're one of them. But yeah. so you pick me. Is that official? Um. No, I'm gonna go Ryan. Oh my god! I think uh, I think why? I'm gonna go Ryan. It's the uh, numbers, bro. It's twelve. You know they're gonna need the. They come off a big big loss to the Ravens. I think I. Yeah. I think they're a little bit more inclined to to have a bigger game. So you know what I gotta it's agree just, with Ryan a right. bit. You no, know me; I'm me usually humble. right in the middle of you guys. Where I'm like, it keeps it keeps me humble. Oh, you can't, I can't get, two, get two wins. I can't get two wins. <laughs> it's all right. All right. Well, that'll do it for our fantasy fights or Saturday showdowns, whatever we want to go with. So let's move into our start of the week. All right. So who's a must start for you guys this week? I'm going old school beer pong rules. Dak Prescott. He's been on fire two straight weeks in a row, like over 700 yards, two straight touch or over seven touchdowns. And then when you also think about it the week before he had 270 and a rushing touchdown, he is absolutely going, going against the giants who just gave up 30 to the Raiders him and CD Lamb have a great connection. Jake uh, Ferguson's also been doing really good. I'm just not worried. I'm not worried about Zach. He's a must start. He's a top five play for me this week. Um, he's locked in, absolutely locked in. County. Um, yeah. Um, I'm glad I picked him up when I did. But low key, if he had gotten that two point conversion, I would have won. I would have won a matchup. I lost by one point. And he, I would have the two points just would have made a difference. Anyways, um, uh, I'm going to go with David Montgomery. Remember how I talked about him earlier? Yeah, he is practicing finally, and he looks like he will be back in the lineup in a game versus the Chargers. Um, here's some stats before he got injured. Um, before getting injured in the game versus Tampa Bay in week six, he never finished outside the top 24. Included in that were two top five finishes. In those four games that he played, he was averaging just over 23 touches per game. 
Well, that number will probably drop with how well Gibbs has been doing. Um, I still think Montgomery gets a chance or gets a nice share of the touches, including passing down work, which is nice. Um, he has scored a touchdown in at least or at least one touchdown in each of those four games that he's played and averaged 92.75 yards per game in that span. The Chargers do have a good front, um, but the Lions offense is also, if anything, just as dominant, if not more dominant. Uh, I think they're one of the best lines in the league um, and they control games and they're coming off a bye week. Um, had a chance to prepare more of a chance. I think they can, if anything, if they've had any injuries, they can heal those up, which is all great news for David Montgomery. And if you've kept him on your bench, which you probably should have, as opposed to dropping him, you can finally play him again and he may just help save your season. Um, So start them all the way up, baby. They're biting kneecaps, lion roars. They're not cowardly anymore. I don't know, whatever you want to say. It's just all leading back to David Montgomery. All right. You know what? I think that'll do it for the podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Daydreamer Media on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights, usually around 8 o'clock. Um, follow us on all our socials. That's FF Daydreamers. Check out our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. We have random stuff coming up there besides fantasy football. Keone doing some weird hand motion right now. Don't know what that I tried was. to make an F. You did your best. <laughs> I'm proud of you. But <laughs> um, and you know what? I think you all should stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.